Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us on Zoom Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. For the Zoom link, please contact tikvatdirector at gmail.com, or you can contact us on our website, tikvatisrael.com. There, you can also support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Avinu, we pray that your word would go forth from Zion to encourage your people this morning, and in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered together into one place, and let dry land appear. And that is how it was. God called the dry land earth, the gathering together of the water he called seas, and God saw that it was good. Genesis 1, verses 9 and 10. There are two motifs involving water in the Hebrew Bible. One, which we have talked about before, is the stormy waters of chaos. Think the flood of Noah, or the Israelites passing through the Red Sea, or Yeshua walking upon the chaotic waters and and then calming the wind and waves. However, there's another motif about water, which is much more intuitive the water of life. In the rabbinic writings, the water of life is represented by the Torah. This is from uh, the Bava Kama 82a, which is uh, found in the Talmud. And Moses led Israel onward from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. They went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Those who interpret verses metaphorically said that water here is referring to nothing other than Torah as it is stated metaphorically concerning those who desire wisdom. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come for water, Isaiah 55. The living water is also the gathering of the waters in the creation verse that I read. The the word for the gathering of the waters, used twice, is the word mikveh, sometimes pronounced mikveh in American Jewish parlance. Raise your hand if you've heard this word before. All right, so what is a mikvah or mikveh? It is the ritual immersion in Judaism. When we go into the living water, maim chaim, the gathering of the waters of life, something happens. This is the basis of our Rosh Hashanah tradition here at Tikvat Israel of allowing the James River, the living water, to carry away our sins in the form of breadcrumbs. And then that same river, the James, is our source of the water of life when we immerse or baptize God's people in water. Immersion in water or baptism might seem like a Christian thing, but as with many rituals in Yeshua faith, hey, we Jews were doing it first. When John the Immerser was immersing Israel in water for the forgiveness of their sins during the Second Temple Judaism, he was following a long biblical tradition related to the prophets and to the idea of the mikvah, a ritual bath. The past few weeks, we've been reading, of course, through the book of Leviticus. Remember, water was used for cleansing based on the holiness code found in Leviticus. Anytime the life force left a person, such as blood, 
The Bible commands us to be immersed in water, to be ritually clean. Immersion took place after the priest pronounced a person healed from skin disease. The prophets like Ezekiel picked up on this theme and applied it to moral and spiritual cleansing from idolatry. The exiles of Israel are cast out of the lush land of Israel into where? The exile, wilderness, the desert, where water is scarce. And so these are Ezekiel's encouraging words to the exiles in the wilderness. For I will take you from the nations, gather you out of all the countries, and bring you back to your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean from all your uncleanness and from your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit within you. I will remove the stony heart from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my ruach within you, my spirit. Then I will cause you to walk in my laws, my Torah, so that you will keep my rulings and do them. Then you will live in the land I gave to your fathers. You will be my people and I will be your God. Notice that the cleansing of the water is related to a lot of things. Repentance from idolatry, a new heart, a renewed covenant with Israel, the ruach, the spirit, empowering such covenant faithfulness, and a return from exile, from the desert, to the land. These are precisely the themes articulated in the gospel accounts about immersion or baptism. In Judaism, we're still visiting the mikvah to practice ritual immersion to this day. The conservative synagogue down the street from us, Temple Beth El, they have a mikvah that their congregants uh, use. A person visits a mikvah after the time of separation between a husband and wife, or uh, just before uh, you get married, you would visit one, or if you're converting to Judaism, you would visit a mikvah. In this context, it's seen as a sign of cleansing and rebirth, being reborn into a new reality or identity. It goes back to the waters of life and creation, and perhaps also to the womb of our mother. When we enter into and come out of the waters of life, we are reborn. When a Jew undergoes immersion in a Messianic Jewish context, it fulfills the encouragement from Ezekiel, and it connects us to the Messiah Yeshua. Just as Ezekiel proclaimed, Yeshua makes us clean on the inside. He empowers Israel to actually follow the Torah with faithfulness in the power of the Ruach and brings us back from spiritual exile. One of the themes of the whole of Scripture is exile and return beginning with the time humanity was exiled from the presence of God in the Garden of Eden. The rest of scripture can be seen as God bringing us back to Eden, or even bringing Eden back to us, in a sense. Even when Jews are technically in the land of Israel, there is still a sense of exile and longing for the presence. Ezekiel underscores that spiritual longing which is brought to fullness in Yeshua. Immersion in Messiah brings us Jews back home, back to Torah, back to the Lord with renewed life in the spirit. Rav Shaul, the Apostle Paul, explains it like this. Or do you not know that all of us who were immersed into Messiah Yeshua were immersed into his death? Therefore, we were buried together with him through immersion, baptism into death, in order that just as Messiah was raised from the dead, by the glory of God the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. 
For if we have become joined together in the likeness of his death, certainly we will also be joined together in his resurrection, knowing our old man was crucified with him, so that the sinful body might be done away with. So we no longer serve sin, for he who has died is set free from sin. Romans 6, verses 3 through 7. In other words, when we are immersed or baptized, we are dying with Messiah and being raised with him in a sense by following this commandment. It is a public and physical demonstration of something that God does in our hearts. We are linked to Messiah and to the entire global body of Messiah through immersion. We are empowered by the Ruach to have resurrection life, just as Ezekiel said, through immersion. Just as the Messiah Yeshua goes from death to life, we who are immersed in Messiah are going the same direction from death to life. It's a divine reversal. We are transformed, cleansed, and renewed with regards to the covenant of Moses. To do what? To follow the Torah and to follow Messiah and to turn away from sin and death toward resurrection life. This brings us to this week's Haftarah portion, where the same word from Genesis, mikveh, or mikveh, gathering of the waters, is almost always translated uh, in a different way. It appears in this, in this context, but it's translated differently. So let's look at the scripture um, and see if you can spot the word for mikveh, mikveh, in our Haftorah scripture from Jeremiah 17, verse 13. And if you have an idea which word is mikveh, then uh, please uh, put it in the comments. Hope of Israel, Adonai, all who abandon you will be ashamed. Those who leave you will be inscribed in the dust because they have abandoned Adonai, the source of living water. So which phrase do you think is mikveh? Kathy Berry says source. Faris says source of living water. You would think that, right? Ha ha, I'll give you a hint, it's not at the end. Living water is Maim Chaim, which is what the waters of life uh, gathered together bring. Any other? Could be inscribed. I'll give you another hint. What's the name of our synagogue? Tikvat Israel, which of course means hope of Israel. Yes, okay, now uh, some people are uh, starting to get it, okay? Uh, so mikveh and tikvat actually have the same root. And here the phrase mikveh Yisrael, mikveh Yisrael, means hope of Israel. But if you think about it, this makes sense, right? Adonai, the Lord, he is our hope, but he is, he is also our mikveh. He is the source of living water. He is life in the dry wilderness. He is the one who gathered the waters together in creation, right? He is the rock of our community. Adonai is our hope, and he is our water of life, our mikvah, our baptism. Another linguistic tidbit I didn't share before is the word for gathering of the waters, uh, mikvah. In the Greek Septuagint is, drumroll please, uh, what is it? Sunagoge which is the word synagogue. The sacred space of Jewish worship, the synagogue, is a mikvah. Our community, Tikvah Israel, is also mikvah Israel, right? Because the Lord abides here in our synagogue 
by his life-giving presence. And this is true even when we're not gathered in the building itself, because the synagogue is the people. The source of living water doesn't just dwell in our building, it also dwells in you, because you dwell in Messiah, the source of life. In two weeks, we will celebrate Shavuot, or Pentecost, the traditional giving of the Torah and the outpouring of the fullness of the Holy Spirit, 49 days after Passover. We are counting up right now by counting the Omer. Have you ever noticed how the water of life theme in the Greek scriptures is applied to the Holy Spirit? Remember, it says, be filled with the Spirit, right? I just said that the Spirit was poured out, right? So think of like a a cup of life-giving water being poured out or being filled, right? Yeshua himself makes this connection in John 7, verses 37 to 39. This is what he says. On the last and great day of the feast, Yeshua stood up and cried out loudly, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. So he's connecting himself with the waters of life. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Ruach, the Spirit, whom those who trusted in him were going to receive. For the Ruach was not yet given, since Yeshua was not yet glorified. That, of course, happens on Shavuot. And so this is telling us we can be immersed in the Spirit in the same way we can be immersed in the water of life. Scripture connects being baptized in the Spirit or immersed in the Ruach with speaking in a special prayer language, as well as walking in a fuller measure of signs and prophecy and wonders. So wherever we are today, Maybe we're in the desert. Maybe we're a bit grungy and dirty. Maybe we're in need of a renewal. Let us all do what? Take the plunge, right? Let us be immersed in the mikvah of Adonai, the hope of the Lord, the gathering of the waters, the Torah, the Messiah, the Maim Chaim, the living water, the Holy Spirit. How often do we drink water for our bodies? Every day, right? Let us likewise be renewed in the waters of life daily. Shabbat shalom. Let's pray. Avinu, uh, thank you that you are the living water. You are our source of life. Um, Thank you, uh, Ruach Adonai, that you uh, uh, are poured out on us. Um, And even daily we can be filled um, with the waters of life by by you, O God. And um, that we can... um, be empowered to, uh, to walk in, in power, to walk in victory, to walk in uh, signs and wonders, but also to walk in closeness with you, to hear from you, to walk in the prophetic, to walk in um, our calling and our purpose, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that um, you are drawing us near and that when we are feeling dirty and when we're feeling grungy and when we're feeling like we're in a desert where there's no water, We can call on you because you are the source of life. You are the living water. You are the Messiah. And in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen.